1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On The Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. All right. How about we start this morning with the York Region numbers? What can you tell us? Uh, York Region had a great start to the year. You know, the first nine months, we've done over 18,000 sales compared to last year at this time, where we had 12,000 Sorry, 12,467 sales for all of the first nine months in 2020. So a huge increase year over year. Uh, Month-wise, September's been a little bit short of where we were at last year. Now, last year we had a lot of pent-up demand, so that contributed to hotter months later on in the year. But this year is more of a traditional year, and, you know, we had just over 1,600 sales compared to over 2,000 last year. So, again, not bad numbers uh, when you compare it to a typical year, and what a phenomenal year we're having. Now, 2020 was not that typical year. Would you compare this year so far in the real estate market to 2019 or 2018? I would go as far back as 2015 or 2016 just because of the sheer heat of the market. And in terms of inventory, how is that looking? Because you've talked a great deal on this show over the last months, actually, about the lack of inventory. Is that changing? Yeah, we're at critical levels, Tina. And even if you look at September, we had over 1,600 sales. And at the same time, we have 1,600 properties available. So think about that. If nothing came on the market and we're selling 1,600 homes a month and we only have 1,600 on the market... We're going to be out of inventory in a month. And, you know, obviously things are going to come on the market. But, again, these are critical levels. Last year at this time, we had almost 4,000 homes for sale. So we have less than half of what we had last year on the market. And last year, people were getting a little bit antsy as to getting into multiple offers and bidding wars because there was no inventory. So if you have one month of inventory, a normal market is about three to four months of inventory. We are at critical levels right now, and that's pretty scary. So if you're thinking about selling your home, you should probably do it. You're going to get exactly what you want, and it's not going to last very long. Is that right? Right, yeah. I mean, people are smart now. They're not going to pay a hundred or 200000 over asking because... Uh, someone just has a home on the market, they're pretty savvy and they're doing their homework. They want to be protected. The appraisals are coming in pretty much at what the market value is. So you want to make sure that you can push that a little bit, but you're not going to be able to push it a lot. And even if you do get a couple hundred thousand dollars over asking, that's if you're priced according to what the market should be. A lot of agents are pricing it really low and letting buyer agents do the work. So you want to be able to price it at market value. And even if you get a, a you know, 30000 over that, the banks will recognize what type of market this is and they should be okay with that. But when you price it at market value and expect two or 300000 more, you're not going to get that. And even if you do, it's not going to appraise. And speaking of buyer agents, you know, we've heard these horror stories about some agents basically telling their clients to go, go in 100 200,000 over asking right out of the gate. What do you think about that? Cuz that's quite frightening. 
<laughs> there's uh, there's 60,000 agents in Toronto. So, you know, there's a, a lot of inexperienced agents. And if you think about what's happened in the last five years, if you got into the market in the last five years, you haven't seen a lot of situations where, uh, you know, deals have fallen apart and things like that. So you're going in based on the experience of the last year or last two years, and it's been very different, especially if you got licensed last year and you're advising clients on what to do based on your experience last year. You got to look for that experience. You got to, even if you're an agent that's listening and you're a newer agent, rely on the experience of the agents in your office and and let them guide you and help you and mentor you so that you're aware of all the different situations and what you should be advising your clients to do and what you should be advising your clients not to do because you could get in a lot of trouble, your client could get in a lot of trouble, and in the end, it's going to be the real estate agent and the brokerage that gets sued for you know, providing false information or not guiding your clients properly. So it's a very trying time in the market for buyer agents right now. There's a lot of stress. And you're, you know, it's not just about the price game. You've got to look at all of the uh, variables. You have to look at what type of closing mate these people want. You have to look at what the other houses in the area have recently sold for because that's what the banks are looking at. You want it to be appraised for full value. And uh, there's, there's a lot that goes into putting this offer together. So just going in and throwing more money on the table does not necessarily guarantee you the win, but at the same time, it could put your clients at a lot of risk. Your advice then is to do your homework, get to know the agent, you know, maybe go through a couple of interviews when you're going through this process? For sure. And ask the right questions. If you're a buyer that's out there listening, ask the right questions. Ask them what they're going to do. There's a lot of concern about home inspections and the possibility of not being able to do one. Now, you can always do a home inspection on a property, even if it has an offer date. The thing is, you have to hit these properties early when they come on. Some people will say, well, the offer date's not until October 9th, so let's go take a look at it on the 8th. You're not leaving yourself enough time if you love this house to even do a home inspection before you put the offer in because that's an option that's always available to you. You just have to book the time off and, and be able to talk to the selling agent and say, listen, we're really interested. We want to do a home inspection to come in clean. And they're going to allow you to do that. So give yourself enough time when you're looking to be able to do that. And that way you have peace of mind. It's, it's an investment of four or $500, but it's like insurance. You know, you're not going in blind into this property. Uh, do your homework on comparables as well. Don't just go by what the uh, list price is because we've seen quite often uh, that the list price is not reflective of where the market is at. So do your homework on where this property is going to end up. If you're approved for 700000 and everything in the area is selling for 850000 and someone prices it at five ninety nine, you know it's not going to sell for 700000 or less. Do your homework on where these properties are selling and make sure that uh, you're you're getting the proper guidance from your agent or even uh, have your agent reach out to some experienced people in their office to be able to give you the right advice. Now, speaking of insurance, what can you tell us about this new clause in home insurance policies? Well, that's uh, that's certainly going to change things. So there's a, a new clause in insurance policies, which is basically it's a communicable disease exclusion. 
And what that basically means is if you're allowing people into your home that could possibly have COVID or, or spread it into your home or bring it into your home, and somebody gets sick in your home because of a party that had come in that could be exposed to COVID, your insurance company will no longer cover you. You're not protected anymore with uh, relationship, uh, re- as a relation to communicable diseases. So this is really going to change things on who people allow in their homes, who they don't allow in their homes, and it's because they don't want to get sued because now they're no longer covered under their policy. And are you seeing this a lot more lately? Are there policy renewals coming up? Is that to why this has come up? This is uh, basically going to be an all-renewal policies we're hearing. Uh, we did receive a couple of our clients have sent us their renewals to say, look what just happened. And I think as more and more people receive this addendum to their insurance policy when they renew, there's going to be people that say, I want to make sure people are vaccinated when they come in. I want to make sure that people are wearing gloves and masks and I want to limit the number of people. So this is all going to come down the pipeline very shortly. And I think it's really going to change the way that uh, brokerages handle showings because I wouldn't be surprised to see a form where sellers are able to direct the brokerage as to who's allowed in and who's not into their property. Definitely something to watch. All right, Asif, thanks for that. After the break, a check on the market in the Motor City. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. On the Market is back. I'm Tina Cortez, and this is York Region's only radio real estate show. Over to my co-host, Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties with today's guest. Asif. Thank you, Tina. Our guest today is Kevin Stewart. Kevin is the broker owner for Stewart Team Real Estate Partners in Michigan. Kevin, welcome back. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, always good to be here. Been, uh, it's been a while. I feel like we haven't spoken since... Uh, early uh, start of COVID, and uh, it's great to hear your voice again. Kevin, what's happening in Metro Detroit right now? Well, Metro Detroit, as has been a lot of the uh, areas around the state, it has been an absolutely insane real estate market. Um, We have had, you know, upwards of 30 to 40% increases in home values in the last, I would say, 18 months. It has just been insane watching prices go through the roof. Um, we have virtually no inventory uh, in most markets, especially around Metro Detroit. Very, very, very little inventory. Uh, we're running at inventory levels between, at some point this last summer, in some of our areas, we were less than one month of inventory, which is really, really low. Um, right now, we're a little bit higher than that. It's slowed down a touch, um, but we need it to continue to slow down a little bit because it's been almost impossible for some of our buyers to find houses. We just don't have enough inventory for people to sell. And so is that causing bidding wars like we're seeing here on, you know, the north side of the border? Yeah, extreme bidding wars. Um, 
you know, we've always had a little bit of that uh, the last couple of years. You know, if a home is priced properly, we do see some of that. But right now we're seeing it uh, in a completely different manner. Uh, you know, myself and Asif have known each other for a very long time, and he's told me so many stories over the years of the Toronto area and the bidding wars and the way that we see properties go massively over asking price. Uh, and in the last probably six to eight months, we have experienced the same thing here. You know, properties that are going 50 to 60, $70,000 over their asking price with appraisal waivers, inspection waivers. I mean, people just, just throw in the farm out there to try to get properties. And Kevin, you know, I, I mean, the government here has been stepping in or trying to step in and create all of these solutions, which, you know, up here we're saying the only solution is to create more supply. We need more housing starts. We need more condos. Uh, you know, today the Ontario Real Estate Association this week put out a, a release about how the, the province should start to change some of the single-family residential zoned areas into higher density. Is that what you're seeing there, too? Is, is the problem supply, or is there something else? Um, for us, I don't think the problem is, is actual supply. Um, there is availability for new construction. Um, we do have the ability to build houses. We have plenty of space. We have plenty of areas, especially in suburban you know, Detroit, uh, in the metro Detroit area. We have plenty of areas that you can still build property. Our issue in the States is that the cost of construction has never been higher. Our cost of construction is absolutely through the roof, as high as it's ever been. So, therefore, the cost to actually build a house has been higher, so a lot of people have not gone down that road or that option, um, and they need a very large um, budget to do so because most of the builders are not building, you know, what we call kind of the mid-sized homes. Uh, they're just not doing it. They're building large homes, and that's all they're really working on. So a little bit of that, uh, but I don't think to the degree that it is, um, you know, in Canada. I don't believe it's the same. Uh, I think ours is that we have such low interest rates. People can borrow money for virtually nothing. Uh, our interest rates have hovered between 25 and 3.5 for 18 months, uh, kind of with 3% being the sweet spot, which is very, very cheap money. Uh, and so because of that, a lot of people have pushed their way into the market. I think COVID, one of the things it did for a lot of people is it made them realize things about their home they didn't like because they spent way more time there than they ever had before. Uh, so I think you saw a lot of people that wanted to shift and change their living situation. That coupled with, you know, the market itself doing very, very well. Um, I think a lot of people have tried to jump in uh, to that market. So for us, I don't think it's, just, it's the same reasons and rationale. It's kind of different reasons, but we're experiencing some of the same results. And Kevin, you mentioned that interest rates are quite low. Is there any fear that folks might get in over their head? I, I don't think so. And the reason is, is because people are buying into fixed interest rates. Uh, I would I would have said that. So when we had the market crash back in 2017, you know, 18, mm-hmm. um, you know, or 2007, 2008, excuse me, back then, that was because people were getting into arms. They were getting into low interest rate arm loans. They were adjustable rates. Those were coming up. The market did go down, but then it caused it to crash because it was just built on a house of cards. This time it's not. It's built on a stronger in, in investing market, meaning that people are doing – 
you know, 15, a lot of people are doing 15 year mortgages, 30 year mortgages, 20 year mortgages, but almost every mortgage that we've done or everyone that's come across our desk have all been fixed rate. Um, so they're not adjustable rate. People aren't buying into the, the teaser rate. Uh, they're buying into long-term money. And so as long as they have the income to, to sustain it, unless we have an extreme issue with um, unemployment, that's the only thing that I can see causing a problem there. I don't think people are getting in over their head because they're able to buy a lot more than they would. And the restraints on how much and how they will lend you are still strict. It's not that they're just writing checks to people and willy-nilly giving away money. They're still doing their due diligence. The banks have done a much better job in the states of doing their due diligence on lending. Um, but because the money itself is inexpensive, people are borrowing more of that money um, in order to get it in locked in at a low rate. Interesting. And Kevin, what we saw here was during the start of the pandemic, we saw a lot of people move from the city core to the suburbs. And now we're seeing some of them move back to the city. And this is within the last two years, all of this has happened. Are you seeing something similar in Metro Detroit? And is it pretty consistent with the rest of the country? Uh, yes, from the kind of. Uh, ours really has people have got out of the dense areas. I have seen a lot of people, you know, we had a, we've spoken on previous shows about how people have really flooded into city center Detroit um, and really living in, you know, a very dense area, tight area inside Detroit proper in some of our other small town areas, you know, in, you know, high rise condos and things like that. I can tell you the easiest property in Metro Detroit to buy right now is a high rise condo. We have them in spades. We have plenty of them. Um, single family residential homes out in the suburbs, especially much harder to find. Um, I think for us, it's the, the trend has continued, uh, at least in Metro Detroit, and some of my friends that I have in other states are having the same thing. People are trending to more elbow room, more um, larger lots, larger space, more area, uh, and the less dense communities um, for, for actual housing. Um, now, I know I have a friend in Nashville uh, who sells down there, I can tell you they're going vertical, very similar to what you're doing because the city of Nashville has run out of space and they're, they're selling condos as fast as they can build them. Very similar to what you guys are, have experienced for years uh, in Toronto. Um, is, as fast as they can put the plans together, they've sold half the units. So there, that's different than what we're experiencing here. People are just running into the city and can't wait to, to build and have a place inside the city where they can walk around the downtown area. And what is the average price of a condo in Detroit and um, a detached home? Um, I would say the condo is fairly similar. Uh, they're just going to be a lot smaller for the condos. You can get a condo, um, you know, you know, loft style condo, uh, you know, maybe one two bedroom condo, potentially a three bedroom condo, anywhere between, you know, three and five hundred for something pretty nice, 300000 um, Single-family residential, it just depends on how much you want and size that you want. Average price point is probably closer to four hundred. So the prices are actually fairly similar, just the condos are going to be smaller. It's going to be a different feel on what people are doing. So because the prices are fairly similar, a lot of people are wanting to have that elbow room, the yard, the space, um, you know, that type of, type of feel. 
Interesting. And, and, you know, I mean, we've seen, uh, we've seen our prices climb a lot. And in fact, in New York region, Kevin, uh, I know we had talked about this earlier where we were pushing a million dollars as an average price point. Right now, we're about $1.2 million as an average price point in New York region. That includes all types of homes. So that's about a 20 to 30% increase across the board. What type of increases have you guys seen in terms yeah. of uh, appreciation? Yeah, most of our, um, in the last 12 months, most of our areas have appreciated between 20 and 30% uh, as well. So you can still find homes, um, you know, in a decent price point. But, you know, for example, I was at an appointment yesterday speaking with a, a client that I had analyzed their home uh, last year, told them it was about $300,000. we are probably putting it on the market next week, about 390000 And they'll get it. They'll get that price for sure. So, you know, we're seeing, we've seen a big increase in the last 12 months. And a little bit, it's very area dependent. We've spoken about this before. Metro Detroit is extremely area dependent. Um, you know, we have areas that have not gone up hardly at all, that have gone up, you know, 5 to 10%. Um, but we do have areas that have gone upwards of 30 plus percent uh, just within the last, just this calendar year, in fact, have gone up that much because we've, we've finally had people that are doing the things they have to do to purchase homes above asking price. The banks have caught up with allowing a little bit of that. There's enough data. They're being a little bit more liberal on their appraisals and buyers. I honestly, I've never had more cash strong uh, buyers than I've had in the last year. Uh, I've had people putting significant amounts of money down and doing a lot of cash back uh, waivers uh, on the money. So, you know, we're seeing a lot more of that nowadays, um, especially within the last, you know, six to 12 months. You know, I'm, I'm still trying to get through this average price point of $390,000 because that's unheard of here. And I'm sure you're going to have a lot of, our listeners thinking, I should buy an investment property over there. What are the average rents for these condos that sell for three hundred and fifty, four hundred thousand, or the homes that sell for four hundred thousand? Well, I mean, we've had the rent conversation before. For example, I have a property that I put on the market yesterday. I own a fairly decent-sized rental portfolio myself, um, and I'm loosening up. Uh, we've loosened up some money, and we we had a property that we just uh, put on for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars that rents for about. Uh, about twelve hundred a month. Wow, yeah, that's incredible, Kevin. If people want more information about these potential investment properties, or uh, you know, want to talk to you about rentals and things like that, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, I mean, have them reach out. They're welcome to uh, call or email. Um, you can have them reach out to you. I know a lot of your listeners know you well. Uh, they're always welcome to call you for that introduction, but they can reach out, uh, look us up at stewartteam.com, uh, S-T-E-W-A-R-T, stewartteam.com. Uh, they can locate us there, um, or they can call the office, uh, 248-759-5474. We'd be happy to speak with them. And, and the investment properties are always a possibility. I mean, we have people that, you know, you had asked about 300000 350000 Some of those can rent upwards of 2400 to $3,000 a month. So uh, the rental market is still pretty strong in, in Metro Detroit, and the cost to purchase those properties in comparison to, for example, north of the border is, is completely different. It sure is. Kevin, thank you for taking the time to join us again, and we look forward to getting an update from you on what's happening south of the border in a few months.
All right. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. When we come back, your questions and a couple of hot listings. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions, and the first one comes from Deanna in Newmarket. She writes, My husband and I have made the decision to sell our home in 905 and retire in Victoria next spring. Now what? What do we do first to make this dream a reality? Asif? Wow, Victoria. My best friend lives in Victoria. What an incredible place to retire. And uh, so there's a few things. Victoria is also facing a shortage of inventory. So you want to be able to find the right place in Victoria for you to move to. So, you know, we can put you in touch with some agents there that you can interview. And, and, uh, you know, these are uh, some good friends of On The Market and they've been on our show. So they can actually help you find the right place and they can do that remotely. So you don't even have to go out there until you're ready to see them in person. And once you find the right place, now you're going to be in a position to put your home up for sale. Uh, Dealing with an agent here to get the proper market value for your home will allow you to start shopping for a home out in Victoria, get pre-approved as well. And after that, uh, you know, with our inventory levels where they are pretty much every home, as long as it shows well, uh, it's accessible, and it's priced right, is going to sell. So you don't have to worry about that in a market like this. If the market was different, you would want to sell first and then go and buy. But just so that you don't get stuck without a home, I would start shopping in Victoria right now, see what's out there, see what's available, what you're going to be comfortable in, uh, because this is probably going to be your last move or second last move. So you want to be able to find the right home before you put yours up. Our next question comes from Tim in Markham. He heard about a story recently about a buyer who went in more than 100K over asking right out of the gate and was still not successful. What's your advice without getting in over your head or getting caught up in the excitement about owning a home? There's a, you know, there's a, a lot of talk about people going in over asking 100000 or $200,000 and not getting a home. And the reason is a lot of these agents are not pricing the home properly, which is very frustrating not only to buyers and other sellers, but real estate agents as well. Because if you're pricing a home $300,000 less just for bragging rights that you sold it for $400,000 more, you're not getting $400,000 more. You're getting maybe $100,000 more or $75,000 more, depending on what the true market value is. So you have to be careful on when people are telling you, I paid 100000 more, because you have to look at what the list price was. Was it at market value? If it was at market value and there was a, a number of offers that went over, that just means there's a lot of demand for that area or that particular type of house. Maybe the house was stunning. Uh, we don't know, but uh, if, if it's just... Uh, bare bones, I paid 100000 more than asking. The asking price right now is just all over the place because a lot of agents do not know how to price a property well. And we have to look at what the market value is to determine if that offer was actually 100000 more than market value or if it was just over the asking price. 
Okay. As a reminder, you can send your questions anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? Yeah, they can always reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Time now for the On the Market Hot Listing. And Asif, you have a couple of properties to share with us this morning. I do. We've got something for everyone here, Tina. We've got 62 Main Street in East Bloomberg. Now, this is a building plus a business. So you've got a turnkey family-owned restaurant. It's in the heart of Mount Albert. There's no franchise fees. This is an independently owned property. It also has a building with it. It's uh, it's just an absolute stunning property. It's right in the heart of Mount Albert on the Main Street. It's kind of like Main Street Unionville, if you're familiar with Markham, uh, a quaint little street. And uh, it is on for... $1.49 million. Just, it's a must-see. you, you got to be able to see this. It's 4,800 square feet total, and the retail area is 2,400 square feet. Just uh, something that everyone needs to see. Two apartments on the second floor. It's stunning. And where can listeners find more information on that property? They can call Steve Fleming at 905-478-1101. Okay, and now moving on to the house. Let's go to Georgina, and in Georgina, again, we've got a great family home. It's a townhome. It's $799,000, 128 Glasgow Crescent, and again, the lot is, it's a deeper lot. It's 20 by about 100 feet deep. It's uh, just a great little family home, great starter home. People are looking for affordability in York region. This would be that home, and it's a three-bedroom house. It's got a built-in garage, and just, uh, again, three, ba- three bedrooms, three bathrooms. It's a must-see at seven ninety-nine. And more information for that property? They can contact Thomas Woodward at 905-478-1101. Another busy show today, Asif. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tina. And, you know, it would be remiss if we didn't give a shout-out to a friend of On the Market and the host of Afternoons with Amber, Amber Pay, who's leaving for Arizona. She sure is. We're going to miss her dearly around here, even her singing. We sure are. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. And you know what? She really livened up the afternoon. Looking forward to, to Kevin Frankish taking over. But Amber, we're going to miss you. I hope you're listening. And we will be visiting Arizona. Absolutely. And if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.